Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, it's the happiest of happy hours. Oh, this is the oh, most oh, oh, geographically oh. desirable happy hour ever. You know why? Why? We got everyone from 718 in the house. That's Brooklyn Dad Defiant, yep. Twitter rock star, to uh, Trey Crowder, liberal redneck. That's right. Yay. From the holla. Holla. We got north and south. Holla if you like people from the holler. Okay. All right, I'm done with that. But here's the thing. They were both fantastic. Yes, You're going to love it. And we want to remind you, rate us. Yes. Um, you are listening to us on your favorite podcast app. Yes, you are. And um, if you want more people to find this podcast, yes. uh, like and rate us in your podcast app, especially on, on um, Apple Podcasts. Please. Because that puts our podcast front yeah. and center so that more people can find us. And if you like us, they will like us yes. too. Yes. Normally, as sexy liberals, we don't judge. But right. please, judge us. We want to be judged. <laughs> yes. Judge away. Judge your fucking ass off. Please. And enjoy this uh, this sexy liberal podcast. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Hey, Brooklyn Dad. <laughs> Aww. He's t- literally tickled pink. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a song. <laughs> just being jingled oh, by a little lame-ass white girl like that just yep. is making you so happy. 
was great. You just, you just slayed me for the rest of the <laughs> Good, <time>. good. Well, <laughs> you, I got to tell you, not only do I wear your T-shirt, but I just, you know, I you probably see I like and retweet you all the time on Twitter because I just, you uh, this week you said good morning, happy Monday to everyone who's not concerned about President Biden's age, especially the 65% of young people under 30 who plan to vote for him in 2024. The youth are coming. That's why Republicans uh, want to raise the voting age, uh, defend voting rights. This is, you know, all they've got is how do we keep this young, diverse generation from voting, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, It's, I've been saying, if you can't, the the Republican motto is, if you can't beat them, cheat them. (laughs) I mean, they've, they've clearly seen that there is a trend away from uh, Republicans and these these youth are increasingly becoming more and more engaged in the process. They see they're they're starting to sit up and pay attention to you know the abortion as an issue, climate change. Climate change is very important to the youth, you know, and yeah. they see Republicans are playing that oh climate change is not real game. So okay, yeah. you don't care about us and our future. Um, have at it. Yeah. And, you know, as a social media influencer, it it just we keep talking. We've been talking all morning, of course, actually, you know, starting yesterday about Meet the Press, which you not just Meet the Press, but the whole corporate media structure. You just said good morning and happy Sunday to everyone who agrees that Tim Russert would be rolling over in his grave to learn that Meet the Press is being used to normalize a fascist, lying, sexual assaulter who tried to overturn the will of the people. He should not be given that platform, uh, period. And I, you know, I, of course, liked and retweeted you as usual because that's, I, I that's part of what Twitter's doing for us now, right, still is that, that like, am I crazy? Did I just see that? And then you go on there, <laughs> you know, and you yeah. sort of, the people that you like and, and respect, like you, I go, okay, it, it wasn't just me, that I just don't think you can, after 91 felonies, give him this platform to just spew lies. It was, it was, very, it was very disappointing, and so far, the only, the only person I've really seen, a, seen do a good job with Trump was that guy, uh, Jonathan Swan. Yeah, you know, the guy with the yeah. English accent. Uh, I mean, he did a brilliant job. He was prepared. Yeah. And not only was he prepared, like he had, I I feel like he had real time reactions to the insanity. Like if you saw clips or excerpts of that video, you could see his facial expression twist. Like, did he really just say that? What's wrong with this guy? Like yeah. you know, these yeah. puzzled looks. And, you know, Kristen Welker really just, disappointed the heck out of me because what a great opportunity you know she's finally replacing chuck todd she has a chance to make her stamp on this show that a lot of us have been like get rid of chuck todd and they finally do (laughs) and what does she do she invites trump on for a puff piece that's what it was it was a campaign ad we're tired of having leprosy i hate leprosy ah what did you give me ebola no (laughs) (laughs) but you tweeted that you said kristen walker didn't conduct an interview of trump she did a promotional puff piece during which she repeatedly referred to him as mr president and allowed him to slam president biden with lies and no correction or pushback um you said nbc might as well consider it part of the the, itself part of the trump campaign i mean it's and i was saying fact checking the next day or online it's too late yes yes absolutely because by then the video the clips have made the rounds uh and i feel like when he says some crazy stuff 
some um, obviously untrue things, and she doesn't immediately push back. It's almost like a, an implicit, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Endorsement. I guess. <laughs> yeah, endorsement. Yeah. That's what, right. That is exactly the word I was looking for. It's, it's an endorsement of his bull. Yeah. And um, it's so, it's a replay of 2016 all over again. Yeah, and I, I can't. I, I can't. I'm not going to sit by and watch this stuff happen. I'm going to push back yeah. every time somebody pulls a Kristen Welker. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, this is why, you know, we want to have you on. All, all We love all, you know, our social media influencers, you and Joe from Jurors. We've had on Politics Girl. And, you know, it, it's so important. Victor, she is our, you know, little stem cell of the Stephanie Miller show. Because <laughs> it, it just, and that's the good news, right, is that they don't watch cable news, you know. So there's a number of ways now to get the truth out there. You were We were talking about Twitter before the break, and I wanted to... To, to, you know, because I've, <clears throat> Dad said, I, can I call you Dad? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I've said, you know, I'm not ceding the public space, like Rachel Bittekoffer says. I am not ceding, I'm not letting them run us, run me off. I'm going to stay there and fight Nazis. Um, you know, I know Joe from Jurors has, you know, said the same thing. Mark Hamill's back. Um, it, it, first of all, you have a soft spot because you met your wife, your now wife on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Tell yeah. us that story In, real quick. Indeed. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was um, it was 2017. I was I, I, I don't think I even had a hundred thousand followers yet, or maybe I might have been around fifty thousand. It was June fourth, 2017. I love that we mark time now by how many followers right. we had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was June fourth, and I had been up all night long. I broke night, right? Yeah, and I had in my little studio apartment. I had a beautiful view. Uh, from Brooklyn of the city skyline, the oh, New York nice. City. So I could see both the Freedom Tower and the Empire State Building at the same time. Wow. So I had nice. that kind of view. Yeah. So the sun came up and um, this it was a beautiful sunrise. So I snapped a picture and I posted mm -hmm. it. And within like 15, 20 minutes, I had people chiming in from all over the world. I had tweets yeah. from uh, hi from France and hi from Hawaii and all these different places. And she chimed in. She says, hey, um, hello from New Zealand. We're small, but we are mighty. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, I was like, oh, wow, New Zealand. Like, I never think of New Zealand, yeah. you know. I, I Well, now I do. But yeah. prior to that, <laughs> I was never of the original of New Zealand before. Great things of huh? Twitter is being able to, like, around the world, right. unite people. Right. And, you know, the one -on Arab Spring. People. And there's, yeah. you know, yeah, the, the beginning of it. But go ahead. Yeah. So I replied to her and I said, hey, New Zealand, that's cool. Uh what's the temperature over there? And she said, like, it's it's 14 degrees C. Right. And I was like, oh, damn, she, she's hit me with the, the Celsius thing. <laughs> I'm like, I said, I've always been a bit oafish when it comes to Celsius and Fahrenheit. What's that in Fahrenheit? And later on, she would tell me that I had her at Oafish. <laughs> An American admits they are Oafish. <laughs> so they are Celsius started, snobs. <laughs> so, so we started, you know, chatting via DM, direct message. Right. And um, we did that for a few days. And then we found a video app. It's called Viber. Uh -huh. And we, we used that. And that was great. And all of a sudden, our chat time went from about two to three hours a day to about eight or ten hours. Oh my wow. god. Wow. Yeah. And she came over for a visit. Uh, that was June 4th. She came over on September 1st. 
on September 20th, which is tomorrow. Oh, on yeah. September 20th, I proposed. Oh. She said yes. Oh, oh a magical oh, story. Oh, that is so awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. So we, so let's talk about, fast forward to Twitter now, because, you know, we yeah. were asking her on other stuff, and you're like, you know, sort of like, I mean, I'm starting to, you know, you know, a little bit on threads, but I, that's where I've been in terms of just like I am not I, I posted the Richard Gear. I'm not going to quit I've got no place else to go <laughs> in terms of Twitter I because I think I don't like the idea of getting bullied or scared off a platform that we have used so effectively politically because I feel like that's exactly what they want um, that being said obviously him tar- starting to talk about charging everybody <laughs> for Twitter I think would blow it up for good We're, what are you feeling uh, right now I think uh, I think it's a huge mistake for him to uh, charge every to force people to pay. I mean, this is uh, for for better or for worse. Twitter is and has been the the uh, town square, yeah. so to speak. It's where everybody comes to. You know, everybody, the village idiots, and you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the statesmen alike, and the the press, everybody comes you know to exchange ideas and thoughts and whatever um with that said i agree with you i don't want to cede that public square to the worst elements of our society and right now like when i post a tweet uh the first two minutes are mostly trolls like replying to my tweets literally like 90 percent. the first two minutes i've got like 20 (laughs) <laughs> troll replies that I've already muted so I don't have to deal with them. That's how you know um, you've made it, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, this space is important because <clears throat> Threads is not there yet. It's it's blown up in popularity, but it, it, it trailed off after its first two weeks of like, oh, we've got 100 million users now. That's great. But they trailed off greatly. Twitter is still the straw that stirs the drink. Yeah. So well, this we're, is, we're this still is, we're still uh, little by little. Like Chris couldn't use it because it wasn't desktop first, and then I, yeah, I, I couldn't figure out how I send them to Jody to print, right. and now they're printing super tiny. And like I'm just getting used to it. I'm not, you know, I just I don't find it as interactive as Twitter. Like I, I but I guess everybody. I think you're right. Is like what I get scared of is we've all scattered to all these. Like who has time? As we were saying, for 16 different, you know, outlets, yeah. right? I mean, it is it, so. So what would your advice be now for people trying to make that choice? Well, look, um, nobody can tell the future. Nobody knows what the future of Twitter is going to be right now. I have kind of hedged my bets, so to speak. And so I am on threads. I am on post and spoutable um, and blue sky, I think. (laughs) i think i'm there too i have a, a link on my uh on my page on my twitter page it's a link tree you know so yeah. it has all the different profiles uh, but i'm not spending any time on any of those platforms i am on twitter because right. i feel like that's where i can do the most good you know i remember when i had almost no followers and i used to like message people hey can you retweet this for me because you have like <laughs> 10,000 followers that's so many and some more people can see you know and so now I'm that guy yeah now I'm that guy who can boost uh, messaging and um, I've recently started uh, like I, I started taking on subscribers and what I'm doing is I'm teaching people a like how to get how to gain followers like I 
I gained over a million followers in a very relatively short period of time. Can you teach us? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm that girl that, can you imagine how many of these t-shirts are flying off the shelves today? Brooklyn Dad Defiant? (laughs) I'm just saying. Look at that on my boobs. Look at. I might not be any Lauren Boebert, but look at this. Look at this, everybody. Look at this on my boobs. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, we'll DM you as the kids say for yeah. some tips. But um, but okay, that's good to know. And uh, I just honestly keep doing the Lord's work because you are uh, just one of those truth tellers. And like you say, in the wake of it's not just Kristen Walker, Meet the Press, or just NBC, but in the wake of the whole landscape, this media landscape that is totally unprepared for fascism coming to America. You are just critical, my friend. Your your voice is just critical. So let's let's get you back more often. I yes. suddenly I said to Jody, I'm like, oh my God, we haven't had him on in forever. Let's get make this a regular thing, okay? I love I look forward to it. I yeah. well, now that I've taken Absolutely. your jingle virginity, I think you're <laughs> completely mine. That was great. <laughs> yeah, so thank you, Rocky Mountain Mike. Yeah. All right. I got to play that for my kids. That yeah, we will send it to you. We'll yeah. send it to you. It's your new ringtone. Yes. <laughs> All thank right. you. All right. <laughs> Love you. Brooklyn Dad Defiant. Thanks, Brooklyn. Twitter rock star. Thanks, Dad. All right. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Trey. <laughs> Morning. Yeah, I feel special now. I've never had my own ditty for me before. Love a good ditty. Yeah. Uh, we were saying we've been playing your uh, Lauren Bobert stuff because if ever there was a story that was custom made, yeah, in for my you. wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. That's why I thought as soon as I saw it, you know, I was like, oh, I got to do something with this. <laughs> you know, but I told you before we started, I like I made that pretty short. It was like. Tuesday night when that happened to her and yeah. I made that Wednesday morning and all the details hadn't even come out yet. It was like even trashier than we knew. Cause it's like, you know, she's got her boobs out giving hand jobs. I don't even know what I could say. Yeah. You about, can say hand jobs. You know, yeah. 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 Hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> just, just really, really trashing it up in there. Oh and also, God. I guess that guy was, uh, that guy's like a Democrat who owns a drag bar. Yes. Yeah. 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 In Aspen. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of, you, you're just like, I'm out. I can't write this. <laughs> yeah. I, right. <laughs> I, and I can't decide. Like I kind of that that definitely makes it funnier. Like objectively, <laughs> that makes it funnier. But as far as that guy goes, I kind of go back and forth on it. You know what I mean? I can't decide. I guess it depends on what his like intentions were. Full. You know what I mean? If it's like a right. sleeper agent type of thing, you know, <laughs> uh, then I totally get it. If he was like actually looking for something real, I would have. Uh, 
Surely not. No one would do yeah. that. No one with a working yeah. brain would, would do that with, with Lauren Boebert. Right? Agent. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that was her latest. Like, she was blaming him being a Democrat. She said for now on she would check party affiliations before, before I guess, dating. she yeah. gives someone a well, handy a handy J or let That's like her saying, so that's her. like her admitting that, like, Democrats get her all, you know, horned up uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just can't control myself. So, <laughs> I guess these, she's saying, know, right. Woke no. pronoun lovers. <laughs> that's, like, that's weird. No more Democrats can motorboat her in public, I guess. Is the yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> new rule yeah. of decorum. <laughs> I mean, it really was literally on the same day that Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted about that there's not enough decorum in, in the Senate or whatever because John Fetterman wears shorts. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, right. You know, at least he's not playing pocket pool, right? I mean, in the Senate, I, I don't... Yeah. Also, like they didn't they like try to pull each other's hair out on the, the floor yes. of the, <laughs> the 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 House of uh, Representatives or whatnot. Like yes. I mean, she's the last person to be talking about decorum. Yeah, she called Lauren Boebert a little bitch on the House floor yeah. and right. to pull her hair out. Yes. Wow. Yeah. When you did this piece, it was about it was only about uh, the vaping and hollering and not about the aforementioned uh, you know Handy J and the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't. Yeah. I don't. It, it's. I, I, I'm not even sure, like, what else to say about it. We just played a George Santos interview. Like, they're just a complete clown show, the Republican Party at this point. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe, you know, making uh, Donald Trump their god emperor led to, you know, those kinds of ramifications. I mean, <laughs> it really did. I mean, you know, that because he's got all these, like, Trump act. Everybody's got to, like, out crazy each other to make a splash on the right and yeah. then this is what you get. And then all the sa- any people that have any like semblance of sanity left get picked off one by one for being, they eventually say something that makes a little too much sense or whatever, then get called rhinos and get ran out of the party or whatever. Yeah. And they're all being held, held hostage by the crazy caucus. But, you know, it's what they just, I mean, it's frightening for everybody else, all the rest of us, but like, you know, it's also kind of what they deserve. Yeah. Now, I didn't save all the trailer trash Republican women for you, but uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is in the news as well. Um, okay. <laughs> Governor of Arkansas uh, is pushing to overhaul the state's expansive public records law. And at the same time, a lawsuit is pending against the state for allegedly withholding information related to her travel requested under the Arkansas Freedom of Information Act. Um a analyst said, I think they realized this lawsuit was something they were going to lose. So they thought, well, we're going to try to change the rules now. So I, it's just now they're trying to cover up their corruption, right? Like what I, I don't even know what kind of her, you know, uh, taxpayer funded travel. Uh, is it all because I presumably it's not all in trailer. <laughs> I, I don't know. Right. But you know what I mean? It's so, just this has become the entire party is just, you know, corruption, yeah. covering it up and, and uh, uh, like like in Texas, right? I was going to say, yeah, like, yeah, same same kind of thing in Texas. and then But they do that type of thing. You know, they'll, like, as soon as they have the opportunity to change the laws to, like, suit themselves better or to, you know, cover their own butts and whatnot, that's what they do. Or it's like in, was in Wisconsin, they yeah. elected a Democrat governor, mm-hmm. but before the Democrat got in, they, the, the Republicans in the state house like, changed all the laws to neuter the, the yes. powers yeah, of exactly the office it. of the governor. Like, that type of thing, they... You know, yeah. they just do it out in the open, like utterly shamelessly. And yeah. a lot of people in their base are for it. They tried the same thing in Ohio. You know, they tried to make it to where, you know, the, like democracy meant less there. Like you yeah. needed more of well, a percentage to do anything. And but the people like the people in their base, I see them talk. They like support all that because they're like, well, we have to have that because if we didn't have that, we'd have tyranny of the majority. Right. And, yeah. And that's what they that's like they don't the believe- phrase they've come up with. Yeah. For, 
they don't believe in, in yeah they don't believe in democracy trade that's yeah, it right. that's what we were saying speaking of wisconsin this liberal judge wins in a landslide and they're like no we don't we're just going to impeach yeah, her right. she's even ruled on anything yet i mean it's right and it's like you know there are all the abortion votes and all this stuff it's like so many things where it's clear where the will of the people stand and then they're like well okay but the people are stupid so we're going to need some better laws right. that you know do the good christian thing regardless yeah. of what you know the will of the people is yeah and then Others support that with a straight face and act like it's not anti-democratic. It's a weird time to be alive. I, you got to tell us about your new book that comes out today because you know we've been playing like good liars. We just had Jason Selvigon and you know these people interview the magas outside the maga rallies, and it just it makes you just want to. I, I don't know when you when you. <laughs> When you see the level of stupidity and delusion we're up against, you, but you have to hope that that is a, a small percentage. But this is your book is uh, Round Here and Over Yonder, a front porch travel guide by two progressive hillbillies. Yes, that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. uh, so because you do travel, obviously, you're from mm -hmm. the South. You're from MAGA heavy areas. You so mm -hmm. you and your friend Corey, who we love, uh, Corey yeah. Ryan uh, Forrester, or, uh, yeah, tra in this hilarious and irreverent travel guide, they as they wander and uh, ponder in the uh, peculiarities beyond their small town front porches, Trey and Corey will take you from the smallest of small towns to major U.S. metropolises, or is it metropoli? We haven't a fart and clue. <laughs> <laughs> so Tell, tell us about the idea for this book and what what so what you did. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, we're we're comedians. We do stand up. So as a comic, I mean, you know, you travel around the country all the time. I mean, I'm you know, I'm leaving tomorrow morning to go to every city in Ohio over the course of the next five days, and I've been doing that for like the past seven years. So and everybody says write what you know, but I guess sort of like the conceit of it is like small town hillbilly types, like me and Corey, like they. We're not known for being uh, globe trotters, you know, or being overly worldly people. I don't know if y'all are aware of that, but that's <laughs> kind of uh, kind of what people think. And so it's like, you know, what happens when two people like that actually do get out and uh, travel around? Because it's like we also think that's uh, there's a Mark Twain quote, or you know, everything's yeah. a Mark Twain quote, but it's something about <laughs> travel is the death of ignorance or yes, something like yes. that, right? Right, and it's funny because I'm, like, having trouble recalling it, and I literally think it's, like, in the book, like, in the beginning of the book. It's, like, you know, like, part of the whole book is based on that premise, and I'm, like, what did he say? But anyway, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the – and so it's, like, you know, our perspective on going around this country and, like, you know, what people in the South think of these other places, like, we've got a section on the Pacific Northwest or L.A. or whatever versus what the reality is as far as we can tell – and then there's a whole section on the South that kind of works in reverse, but it's trying to like, you know, analyze and uh, deconstruct stereotypes in a funny way and hopefully also find like the common ground, you know, like bringing the things that unite us. And then the last part of the book is the we both went to England and Scotland for the first time in our lives. So oh, wow. it's like, you know, Americans yeah. over there. You know, how did that go? What's their perception of us? Yada, yada, that whole thing. Uh, yeah. But well, as you it's said, a very, you very funny forward book, if I do say so myself. Like, it's, uh, you know, I think it's pretty hilarious. Yeah. So I hope yeah. people check well, it out. Well, as you said, you uh, crossed the pond to sip tea in some of the fancy king and castle, kings and castles, places that PBS viewers like you can't stop yapping about. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, uh, you, well, the book will also cover loads of eccentric things that people, that folks say. What what sort of eccentric things did you encounter that folks say? Uh, 
You know, that is a good question. I'm sure there's plenty in there. Uh, like, uh, I mean, like, I guess like in Portland, there's a whole thing about the idea. Like people, it's people somehow think that Portland is like both just like hipster utopia, Portlandia stuff. Yeah. But it's also like Fallujah for socialists, you know, like it's this like war, war torn socialist playground and whatnot. And it's yeah. like, that's a weird that's a weird dichotomy of things to believe about the same place. You yeah. know, it's like, it's weird to be terrified of baristas, but like <laughs> so many people are when it comes to Portland, like, yeah. you know, that, yeah. that kind of thing. They are, terri- they are terrifying. Um, so you just mentioned common ground. I mean, you know, obviously, as you say, you're a comedian, Trey, but is there common ground we're ever going to find, or, you know, the things that we see MAGA people saying all the time that are just completely delusional. Are we ever going to have a common set of facts? I mean, I feel like one of the things that's so great about you is, you know, you you have this accent, and but the things coming out of your mouth are such a disconnect, you know what I mean? They're all mm-hmm. the things that, that what they call coastal elites say, you know, but I, in the meantime, you've got a party where, you know, they're all coastal elites, the Republicans. Right. And somehow they yes. sold this bill of goods, right? Well, that, I mean, that's kind of related to what I was about to say in response to that, to the first question. Like, I feel like there should be a lot of common ground in, like, you know, the lives of regular people and how they're harder and you're, you know, the dollar doesn't go as far. Like, we're all getting screwed over by rich people, you know, and and corporations and that type of thing, which you would think would lead to some commonalities, but they just blame all the wrong people for that, you know, and then vote in people who, you know, or in the pockets of those same corporations, you know, the people yeah. to whom the Koch brothers are their puppet masters and whatnot. And so, uh, yeah, there's Did, some kind of disconnect there uh, you and, know, uh, it's frustrating. Were you surprised? I'm forgetting his name now. The guy, Nor- uh, Richmond, North of Richmond singer. Yeah. yeah Oliver Anthony. I, yeah. I wasn't surprised. Were you when he came out and said, what? No. You, I was talking about the Republicans on stage. Was this, don't use my anthem. It's like some yeah. right wing yeah. anthem. Cause when uh, I read it, Trey, just when I read the lyrics, I was like, this is about the working guy. What, since when have Republicans done anything for the work? You know, when he talks about yeah. working long hours for bolt, pay and the richmond north of richmond you know that you know they're you're paying the same tax as they are i'm like this could just as easily be called a democratic absolutely (laughs) right yeah really it was really just that one line about you know welfare and fudge fudge rounds or whatever uh which is like but i know because where i'm from and everything like i know there are a lot of people who have that kind of uh perception uh when it comes to you know welfare and food stamps and stuff uh yeah and not, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're you know hardcore conservatives so i wasn't surprised either i mean he couldn't be more explicitly clear that he's talking about you know them and and their ilk in the song and then they just play it with no sense of, no trace of irony yeah on the debate stage and whatnot but that's you know that's what they do it with his yeah. that whole song and his whole thing was like how most of the people in my hometown used to be pre-trump which was that like i'll you know screw them all they're all full of yeah crap and none of them care about us anyway type of thing like on both sides which seems to be more yeah. uh, his thing but it seemed to me know. like a working man's anthem and yeah. i'm like since one of republicans done anything for the working man they're anti-worker anti-union they you know yeah right yeah yeah there's a long tradition of those types of things in like country music like with johnny paycheck sure. and that type of stuff going back to like coal miner strikes and yeah. whatnot and you know yeah, working yeah. man anthems, union things, and they were never 
Yeah. You know, they're and a Republican and anthem. Quick, quick fact check, the vast majority of people on welfare are white. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, but the, the thing way. is, and I mean, I, I like, he didn't, I think he meant white people, and I think he's talking about mm-hmm. other, uh, you know, like the lazy white people on food stamps that he grew up around and whatnot, and, um, you know, yeah. blaming them. There's a lot of, like, working class people who, like, aren't, who are barely making it day to day in these places who don't have any kind of government assistance, and they have a problem with the people around them who do because they think yeah. it's unfair, and it's all, like, instead of thinking, like, we should all be doing better. Everybody, you know what I mean? Like, you're also getting screwed. Everybody's getting screwed. Things should be better for everybody. Instead of thinking that way, it's easier for them to get mad at the person in yeah. their community that they see who's, you know, on yep, food stamps yep. and doesn't have a job, even though they don't know that guy's part, that story or whatever. Yeah. But it's a, you know, it's a thing. The book is Round Here and Over Yonder, A Front Porch Travel Guide. By two progressive hillbillies, and the, yeah. the dude is Trey Crowder, the liberal redneck. Go see him; he's going to Ohio next. Go, yeah. go Woo-hoo! see him. Follow him, uh, Trey. Yeah. Let's get, let's not make it so long next time. Yeah, please. Yeah, please. Anytime. I'm always always thrilled to be here. Eat, with you listen, guys we'll in send you your and your jingle. Me, yeah, uh, TreyCrowder.com. If I didn't say that yep. for both right. the book and the tour. Yep, and we've linked, we've linked to it uh, on all the spaces. There you go, and you have a new ringtone for your phone. We'll send you your jingle. There you go. Yeah, yes. I'll send okay. it to you right now. All right, <laughs> appreciate it. I love you, Thanks, Trey. Guys. Thanks, Trey. There he goes. <laughs>